Hello and welcome to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Today is August 8th, 2023. My name is Whitney McDonald and I'm the editor of Bank Automation News. Joining me today is Dave Baxter, Chief Executive of Solutions by Text. He is here to discuss the idea of turning messaging into payments. My name is uh, David Baxter. I'm the president and CEO of Solutions by Text. Uh, We're a messaging company that was founded in 2008, uh, based in Dallas, Texas, uh, with remote offices throughout North America, as well as uh, Bangalore, uh, India. We were one of the first messaging um, companies that really pioneered uh, text messaging. And uh, we lead uh, the most compliant uh, messaging platform uh, in the industries that we service, specifically uh, consumer finance and the sub-verticals of, uh, of consumer buy. We service roughly 1,500 customers um, throughout auto, mortgage, community banks, credit unions, card issuers, um, and uh, marketplace lending. Great. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Um, I would love to start off by setting the scene here on how you have determined how clients want to be communicated with. Uh, what works? What doesn't work? Tell us about your strategy. Yeah. So um, when we were thinking about the messaging platform, really started with um, thinking through we're an extension of our customer's brand to the extent that we believe that the consumer is always going to win. And you have to meet consumers where they're at from acquisition of an account all the way through delinquency and everything in between. And there's no denying the fact that everybody uh, is uh, mobile first. Right. And as far as messaging goes, uh, uh, in Gen Z, they're on their phone greater than, you know, 10 hours per day. On average, people look at their phones um, roughly 20 times a minute. There are billions of messages sent um, every single day. And so we felt that a logical play for us is really thinking through uh, bill pay uh, and meeting consumers, like just give them a very seamless quick on-demand way to view and subsequently pay a bill on the device that they carry with them um, throughout the day. Now, if you could talk us through this idea of turning messages into payments, you discussed that everyone's on their phone all the time. You gave those data points. I think that you said you look at your phone 20 times per minute. Can you talk about really meeting the customer where they are and how you turn this into a way of payments? Yeah. So um, 87% of Americans, and this is through the the last uh, 8A, how Americans pay their bills. Um, the latest one is coming out, so the, there will be refreshed data. Uh, we can discuss that, you know, at another time. But um, 87% of Americans prefer to be met uh, over their mobile device than any other channel. So it's don't phone me, don't write me a letter, don't send me an email. Um, so it's clearly the most preferred channel. I mean, look at your your daily life, right? And everything that you do, you're likely, you know, in and, in and around your phone using different applications. You like to communicate with your friends and colleagues and family through their phones. So why not communicate with a biller um, through through text messaging? Um, interesting stats in so far as 65% of payments are made um, on demand as a result of an alert uh, or a reminder. So what not better way to get an alert or a reminder um, than through a a text message? Or for that matter, you know, there's a myriad of different sort of messages, right? You've got rich communication, you've got um, 
You've got Apple Business Chat, you have iMessage, you have SMS, you have text and WhatsApp and so on and so forth. So the technology is really lending itself to this place to meet consumers on demand in real time. And so no wonder that 97% um, of messages are opened and read in under five minutes. Whereas I look at my phone right now, I probably have 3,000 unread emails um, because most of my emails are probably either I don't know who it is, so I delete it or it gets wound up in, in my spam folder. And I think that that's part and parcel to why we have such high success uh, deliverability rates. So 99% of the messages that we uh, attempt to send actually hit the consumer at the right time um, in a compliant way to keep our customers on the right side because we operate in really two two very difficult markets, consumer fi, highly regulated uh, market, as well as telecommunications. And one of the reasons that we have very low opt-out rates and very high deliverability rates is we maintain the integrity of the rules of the carriers and the carriers are trying to protect against spam. And that's where email um, just failed. Only 21% of emails are actually ever written, read, excuse me. Now, if we could talk through how you actually achieve this. Yep, so um, proprietary platform uh, that you know we built, we just came out with uh, our 2.0 platform that we call FinTechs because we operate in the center of uh, financial services as well as tech. So we coined the, the phrase uh, fin, FinTechs. Um, so how do our customers leverage the platform? There's outbound messages, there's inbound messages, um, inbound and outbound MMS. So imagine if, for example, when I said that acquisition piece, um, I could open up a credit card um, through text with a call center agent. We create some efficiencies for agents, right? Um, how do we make a payment? There's an alert or a reminder and that first payment, all we need to do is capture the funding information and we do that in a very seamless way. So in real time, we're extracting customer uh, account information, so your account number, your address, um, the amount due, the due date, and then we just capture that funding information, whether that's your bank account information or your card information, and then you subsequently, uh, you know, make that make that bill pay for all other transactions. So now we've uh, tokenized the funding information. Um, we stored and vaulted that funding information. So for the next transaction, it's all driven by key keywords. Whitney, you know, your American Express bill is due tomorrow uh, for $500. Would you like to make a payment? Reply yes. And it's just, it's really just as simple as that. Um, so that's how, you know, we convert messages to payments, but there's a lot more that goes into the messaging platform. We, uh, we're, we're working on um, text AI where we can empower the end user if they see themselves in a status of delinquency. Um, we can enable somebody to self-cure their debt online. Imagine if, uh, you know, I have a delinquent credit card, I might be able to negotiate um, with my bank or card issuer sans any, you know, human interaction. Um, I could make a promise to pay. I could make a series of payments. Um, maybe I could make a pay, make a payment right now just to, you know, satisfy, satisfy the debt. 
Um, we started in consumer fine because it's highly regulated. Obviously, that's not to say that we couldn't, you know, go after other uh, verticals. But, um, you know, that's kind of where we're playing right now. And then, of course, there's uh, leveraging our platform for marketing services, remarketing, um, cross-sell and upsell opportunities. And what we have found is that um, the customer satisfaction goes up, um, call center times go down. Now, I know you just gave a great example of an added efficiency. Any other efficiencies that financial institutions might be able to benefit from? Yeah. So I think, you know, going back to that whole delinquency piece, you know, we would we believe that we could reduce charge offs by 10 to 15 percent just by enabling somebody to self cure their debt. It's not like people are, you know. Think about text. There's a level of anonymity. Um, in a texting conversation, whereas when you're speaking to a bill collector, one, it's next to impossible to capture somebody on a phone. Two, the regulatory um, bodies that make it really difficult to establish right party contact, which you can do over text. So why not meet the consumer in a way that's non-invasive, make it a little bit easier on them? So I think, you know, reducing charge offs, I think, um, you know, customer satisfaction goes up. Uh, I think this notion of real time um, and, you know, capturing a payment right before it's due, as I said, most payments are made on demand as a result of, uh, you know, uh, an alert or a reminder. And I think that, you know, you know, we obviously live in this world, it's mobile first, but text messaging is the most widely used app on your phone. Now, a question about adoption for this, because everyone has a phone in their pocket or is using these types of capabilities and getting text messages, is adoption pretty easy to to get folks to opt into this type of tool? Yeah, it is. And, you know, we look at it in terms of like adoption, but also opt out and, you know, opt out. We opt out less than 1% of all of our transactions. And, you know, and think about like I have for the most part part gone paperless. So that's another material benefit to a financial institution. Think about the documents that I could send, um, letters of consent, a bill, just not like isolated to the payment. There are many things that we could be doing to help these financial institutions, you know, reach their consumers and in, in ways that they hadn't been able to, and often in in in, in real time, right? Um, you know, think about just the you know, not that long ago, the the amount of clutter that you had with all of the the bills that were coming into your house, and I think that there's a much more efficient way um, to be able to you know achieve the same outcome and do it where where the consumer's at, right? With that in mind, and bill pay in mind, and reaching folks by text and allowing this this payment to to happen where is this all headed what's next in the future of payments or even in bill pay yeah you know um well i think that we're onto something <laughs> but uh you know the, the like here's the thing bills are not going away um you know there's i think there's a double moat around our business um you know, there's roughly 16 billion bills per annum, 4 billion of which are related to cons the consumer finance vertical, but it's 40% of the total spend or about a trillion dollars is in and around consumer um, finance. And there's, I think a few things. One, I think that, 
the the notion of like so we're more of a push strategy not a pull strategy i think people have app fatigue i know myself i'm constantly forgetting my username and and passwords for all the you know the the, the different sites that i have to have a username or, or pass uh, password there's obviously two-factor of that so it's like it's very complex i think that what you know payments has got to be easy fast real time also embedded like it has to be a great customer experience and i think that's where real-time payments are you know where bill pay is going you know we live in this world of real time nobody has cracked the code at real time as it relates to uh to bill pay which is strange to me because everywhere else in the world real-time payments has taken off so i think you're going to see bill pay coupled with real time i do believe it's mobile first i think it's text um and i think that the 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 technology is empowering us to get there with us being able to render a bill over a text message so there were like two other things that i think are really interesting that afford us to do um so we're building a, a text wallet uh with network tokenization so imagine if like i contend that your mobile phone number is your new social security number. When was the last time you changed your mobile number? And it's very secure. Think about, I know it's Whitney, you biometric into your phone, your phone has a phone ID, you can geolocate. So I know it's you, I know you made the bill pay. And imagine if I could, you know, you have wallets that are in your phone. Imagine if the wallet was attached to your mobile number that you could use over a text message. So we're working on that that you can take to different billers, hence that, that network tokenization um, of the funding information. So I can recognize Whitney for all of your different bills without you having to continue to re-enter your funding information. Um, so I think that you know that is another area and no other channel can really do that in such a way that gives you ease of mind that you know it's a secure uh, transaction. And the other beauty of bill pay there's very, very limited fraud, right? The likelihood that Whitney's gonna pay David's uh, you know, mortgage is zero, right? Um, so that's another benefit of, you know, kind of proving this out in uh, in Bill Pet. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Thank you for your time and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news.